The following is meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action on anything being discussed, consult your medical doctor. Welcome to Heart Health with board-certified cardiologist and internal medicine specialist, Dr. Franklin Weefald. Heart Health is a local call-in health show designed to educate and inform you of the most up-to-date information for not only maintaining a healthy heart, but a healthy body. Call us with your health questions at 919-860-9783. You can get better, stay healthy, spot medical misinformation, and don't go anywhere. Right. Right here by listening to Heart Health Radio, Saturdays well, I mean, at noon. You're at home. And yeah, aren't you just, sick of TV? Well, you know, if yeah. you're not at home, if you're in the car, you're driving around, just stay in the car. And turn on your radio. Listen to us forever, or at least until one. You know, right. That's what I'm saying. Right. We are loaded for bear with lots of interesting things, but we would honestly love a phone call or Absolutely. two or ten. 919-860-9783 is the telephone number. Dr. Franklin Weefald is here, and of course the major medical news of the year is COVID. We are now at worldwide 2,840,000. So, you know, a day or two away, I'll bet, and, and I from think 3 million. People need to realize one guy started this. One. It happened somewhere. Well, it started I am somewhere. still saying yeah. the most likely thing, because the only bats that carried this particular coronavirus were right. in that Wuhan lab. Uh-huh. And then, you know, what do the Democrats say? Well, you're, you're, a, you're a conspiracy theorist. They didn't create it in the lab. Nobody's saying that. What we're saying is it was an accident. Mm-hmm. The guy got spit on or bit by the bat. Right. And he walked out. And gave it to two million people. And here is the the other scenario. You know, somewhere in a locked case, there's smallpox. Right, smallpox. There is. So, okay, and it still exists. There and was the a de- plague. There was a debate at one point. Do we just simply destroy it? Because we no people have it now. We only have it in a petri dish. We right. could burn it and it'd be gone. Gone. But then we can't do research on it. Right. If somebody does come up with it. Right. Right. If we had it, say, in Kansas, and then in the middle of Kansas City, Kansas, we had smallpox spread out, the most likely scenario would be it came from the lab where it was stored. And for me, the reason why I think it's most likely not – and again, when we make these pronouncements, we're Mm -hmm. not saying we know for sure. But that bat wasn't sold. You know, it's a particular bat that carries this virus. Mm-hmm. The bat wasn't sold in the wet market. It wasn't. It was a right. different kind of bat. It was Batman. The t- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Batman. I'm in a silly mood. Total number of and 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 here I'm going to tell you the total number of deaths sorry. after he's chuckling about something. Sorry. Um, almost two hundred thousand deaths worldwide, and yet they're not happening in an evenly distributed. Um, situ- situation. Yeah, exactly. It's, and we're going to talk about this. This is the most important thing. And it's not talked about. And I think you're going to hear stuff that is fact, mm-hmm. but nobody talks about except for Heart Health Radio. All right. And that's Saturdays at noon. You can find us on right. Apple Podcasts or here at uh, WPTF.com or FM 98.5 AM 680 WPTF. Want to move on to the other big story of the week, which was 
the president at one of his conferences said some things that either well let's put it this way uh he said some things that demonstrated an ignorance and that's the only word you can use an ignorance of medicine and he constantly says i'm not a doctor i'm not a doctor you better believe you're not a doctor. We can tell, yes. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's listen to exactly what the president did said, begin, did say beginning to end. And here's the interesting thing. Through a lot of this, what he's doing is turning not toward the reporters, right. but toward his medical experts. Yeah. So and as it, this goes on and he makes the question, he says, can we do this? He's looking at Dr. Burke's. And yeah. I believe Fauci was there. And it to me, it sounds as if he's picking up on the trail of a conversation they had already had. But that he probably didn't understand. Possibility. Here is the president. A question that probably some of you are thinking of if you're totally into that world, which I find to be very interesting. So supposing we hit the body with a tremendous, uh, whether it's ultraviolet or just very powerful light, and I think you said that has him in check, but you're going to test it. And then I said, supposing you brought the light inside the body, you can, which you can do either through the skin or uh, in some other way. And I think you said you're going to test that, too. Sounds interesting. Right. And then I see the disinfectant where it knocks it out in a minute, one minute. And is there a way we can do something like that uh, by injection inside or or? almost a cleaning, because you see it gets on the lungs, and it does a tremendous number of the lungs. So it would be interesting to check that, so that you're going to have to use medical doctors with. But it sounds it sounds interesting to me. So we'll see. But the whole concept of the light, the way it kills it in one minute, that's, uh, that's pretty powerful. So what do you think? Okay. So the headline is, Trump says, go to your uh, cleaning cabinet, get some Clorox, and inject it. Now, clearly, that's not what he said. Okay. What he said was, the UV light works, can we put it in the body? The answer is yes, and we'll talk about that in a second. The, The disinfectant, what he said was, it would be interesting, can we test that? Is it possible? And then he said, it's up to the experts. Now... How is that twisted into, he said, go put some Clorox in your body? It's just an example, okay, of something that he didn't quite understand, Uh was asking the question, and it was turned into, Trump says, inject Clorox in your veins. So, don't trust the media. I mean, a a lot of people who didn't see this and didn't actually hear what he said are going to just go nuts and say he's just off his rocker. And then what did Dr. Burke say? Dr. Burke said, listen, President Trump likes to think out loud. And No. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. And some of the way he thinks out loud is pretty good. Now, so you obviously can't put disinfectant in your uh, body, Mm -hmm. but you can put UV light in your body. How do they do that? All right. You know the vent, the ventilators. He says, you know, "Yeah, that's how he pronounces it." Ventilators. Well, you have a tube that is in your throat, in your trachea. Yeah, and then there's a passageway into the entire lung. Yeah. You know, they've already started doing this. They put a probe with UV light on it into your lung, 
and expose the lung tissue to UV light to hopefully kill the virus. So that's not crazy. Okay, but okay. you notice they what? didn't mention that. They only mentioned not they didn't mention the UV light. Right, right. They right. mentioned the disinfectant. Because the UV light thing is actually something that a reporter could turn to their medical expert and say is he anywhere on this? Right. And they could say, yeah, 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 he's actually kind of right on that. Yeah. And that, that kind of the part of the story got dropped in the disinfectant right. thing. So, so here's the headline that should have been. Trump misunderstands the way disinfectants work and yes. ask the doctors if they could inject it. Okay, that's really what happened. And that would be a fair headline. Yeah. Because it still sounds stupid. Yeah, I mean, honestly. And Trump is not a stupid guy. He just doesn't understand medicine. He didn't go to that school. That's the phrase I use around my house when somebody says, I don't know how we're going to get out of this. I always say, I don't know. I didn't go to that school. Right. He did go to Wharton. You know what Wharton is? No. It's one of the top business schools in the country, and he got honors. So he's not a dumb guy. He okay. thinks to – he opens his mouth. When he thinks a thought, and sometimes that's good. I mean, he got elected president of the United States for doing this. You ever seen his rallies? Yeah. I mean, they're stream of consciousness yes. if there ever was one. But he did not tell people to go to the cleaning closet and inject Clorox. He just didn't do it. Some places are doing this well. Who has handled this coronavirus thing well? All right, scroll down on our thing to Taiwan. Taiwan. Okay, people don't really know what Taiwan is, I'll tell you. After the commies took over in China, the Democratic – well, they weren't really Democrats, but they called themselves Democrats. The nationalists yeah. fled to Taiwan. Now, the native Taiwanese, you know what they are? They're Polynesians, believe it or not. I but the Han Chinese, which is the number one ethnicity, and they were in charge of the nationalists, they took over. Right. And there are 23 million people living on this tiny island – off the coast of China that China hates and wants to take back over. Yeah. But there's, you know, the U.S. wouldn't let that happen. Anyway, 23 million people. What's the case rate? Well, how many cases? I'm trying to find it the best way for me to find so it. Because it's so way down low, dude. The confirmed case number is 429. Out of a country of? I don't know. It doesn't 23 say. Million. 23 and, million. 23 million people. And, and guess where they are? About 100 miles off the coast of mainland China. Right. And guess who their number one travel uh, connection is? Is it it's still China? China. And really? And one of the – Wuhan is is like Atlanta, okay? Okay. And every, every flight on the East Coast almost goes through Atlanta. Yeah. Well, almost every flight in and out of the country either goes through Beijing, Shanghai, or Wuhan. Now, what happened in – in Shanghai, oh, up by, sorry, in, in Taiwan. Look at the death, the number of deaths. Number is six. Six out of 23 million. People don't know this. And what happened? China got SARS, which is a severe acute respiratory syndrome. That was the first coronavirus that was really horribly death, deathly. Mm-hmm. And Taiwan got hit. And this is about, what, 2003? And so Taiwan believed what the commies were saying, and they got hit hard, and they swore this would never happen again. So when Wuhan got the first few cases, the guys in Taiwan and the gals in Taiwan said, we ain't believing it. 
and immediately started screening people from Wuhan mm-hmm. who hopped off the plane. And when so many of them were coming back with fevers and coughs, they cut off travel right away. Right. And they warned the country. And you know what? 23 million people put on masks. And these were N95s, okay? Wow. They were ready. And they had a virology institute in Taiwan that immediately got a hold of the virus, okay, and made a test for it. Not an antibody test, but a test for the virus. And they tested almost everybody. And if you were positive, they put you in your house, okay, on lockdown. And they took your phone and identified you. Mm -hmm. And they tracked you. And if you left your house, I mean, if you stepped out of the door, mm-hmm. the cops were there in a minute. And what did they do? They had almost no cases. Yeah. They tested everybody. They wore masks. They put the vulnerable. Oh, the other thing is they put the vulnerable down. Okay. So anybody yeah. who had bad diabetes, what high blood mean? pressure. Oh, no, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. You put a horse down. No. You don't put a hurt person that down. They me. put them in their house. Oh, put them in their house. Yeah. They quarantine them. Okay. I meant that. I know you did. I know you did. There's no way that. you meant the other. We have to pick up this in just a moment. There's another is country that's done very – 20 minutes already? It is. Yeah. There's another country that's done a completely different – just a totally different style thing than we've done. And it may turn out well for them. We'll talk about that country in just a moment. Also, take your phone calls. You know, if you don't have a concern about COVID but you, you've got a concern about your heart – or something that's been put off because you don't want to go to and your doctor. And that's another issue. Yeah, that is a big other issue. Call us now at 919-860-9783, Heart Health Radio. Telephone number here is 919-860-9783. Ordinarily, we'd be handling the Hall of Shame. Well, we can do it, WHO. The WHO, the World Health Organization, why? Because of Taiwan. Because they listened to Taiwan? No, because they, they didn't. They didn't listen to See, Taiwan. See, remember now, China doesn't want anybody to recognize Taiwan. Right. Because they think it's a province that's a breakaway province. So the WHO is owned, lock, stock, and barrel by the Chinese because the Chinese got that head guy in there. So what happened? Taiwan communicated to the WHO. That, just like SARS, we are treating it as a human-to-human contact. They wouldn't even, in the press conferences, when people mentioned Taiwan and what Taiwan was doing, the WHO ignored the question. So Taiwan didn't exist. If people had been told right away to do what Taiwan did, I think a lot of lives would be saved. Now, I can't tell that for sure, but... All right, the second Hall of Shame is our own CDC. Mm -hmm. And the reason is I found out we had a plan almost like Taiwan's, which was as soon as there was an outbreak, big city, Chicago, New York especially, L.A., were going to be testing everybody that they could to find if there were asymptomatic carriers. We had a million tests. Guess what? They didn't work. The CDC decided that they're so much better than everybody else they made a million COVID tests that were contaminated with? Not COVID. COVID. Yeah, COVID. So they got these tests out, and they started testing, and they found out they were completely worthless. Imagine wow. if we had found out 
how many asymptomatic carriers there were. In the beginning, yeah. we could have had this in February. We See, could have had what Taiwan did, which was masks for 300 million people, hand-washing, social. I didn't mention that Taiwan does do social distancing six feet apart. Yeah. But the restaurants are open. Everybody's going to work. The only place they closed down were high schools and universities. And they've done well. I mean, six deaths out of a country of 23 million people. That's more people in New York City. Yeah. More people in that area of New York City, which has had, what, 20,000 deaths? Right. So the WHO blew it, and they blew it over political reasons. And they're shameful. They should be shameful. And the CDC was going to let a company that was very, very smart and very good build their tests. And they said, nope, we're going to do it. And they blew it. Susan in Raleigh, thank you very much for calling us up. Welcome to Heart Health Radio. Hi. Hi there. Um, I have a question about something completely different. Great. Good. My mother's recently been diagnosed with AFib. Okay. And she has started on Eliquis, and that caused a lot of um, side effects. Yeah. If you're on AFib, if you've been diagnosed with that, do you have to take blood thinners for the rest of your life? Yeah, you know, that's controversial. Um, Are they going to fix her? Have they ever mentioned something called an ablation? They've mentioned it, but this yeah. is very new. Just happened. Yeah. What, what, has she been bleeding? Is that what happened? Yeah, in her eyes, oh popping gosh. up blood, right. real tired. All right, let me talk to you about this. Eliquis is a type of quote-unquote blood thinner. I hate to use that term because your blood is still thick as it used to be, but it prevents clotting. When you have AFib, the blood doesn't flow smoothly in the top part of your heart, and the nooks and crannies clots form. They break off. They cause a stroke devastating but also these anticoagulants can be devastating because they can make you bleed and i've seen some horrible bleeds the worst thing is if somebody's frail and they fall down the stairs yeah they bleed out of their brain there is something called a watchman have you heard of that yeah i have so what the watchman is and people who bleed on oral anticoagulants They go in your body through the leg, and they put a cage in that thing called the atrial appendage. It closes it off so that you can't form clots in that nook and cranny, and it really does reduce the risk of having a stroke. Now, people talk about having an ablation and going back into fibrillation. Guess what? They still want you to be on a blood thinner. So I've got five patients with the watchman. They've all done well. You have to be on a blood thinner for three months before and after. Well, a couple, you know, before and then about three months after until that cage clots off. But talk to your doctor because if she's having trouble with it, she might be a good candidate for it, whether or not she has an ablation, you know? Is there other blood thinners that are better? Not really. In fact, if you look at the data, Eliquis is better than the other one called Xarelto. It looks like there's fewer bleeding episodes and fewer strokes. Now, Warfarin's really, really a tough thing, and it's not as good as Eliquis. There are more strokes on Warfarin and more bleeds on Warfarin. That's so, what they've mentioned, changes. Yeah. Well, listen, what a great question. I hope she does well. Thank you. And I've got a lot of patients like her. I'll pray for her. Thank you. God You're bless. listening to Heart Health on the Heart Health Radio Network. Now back to Heart Health with Dr. Franklin Weefold on AM680 WPTF. 
the Heart Health Radio Network on the radio Saturdays at noon, but also on Apple Podcasts, or you could go to hearthealthradio.com or even wptf.com. Look for that podcast button, and you can listen to last week's show this week, and then, of course, now you're listening to this week's show well, now. We've been doing this over a year now. Have we really? I think so. Wow. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and they haven't kicked us off yet. I, I think that's a testimony to our mediocrity. <laughs> we are at least good enough to stay on the radio. Right. right. <laughs> Skip in Raleigh, hold on just a moment. A topic that we started off with Susan talking about yeah. the eloquence, clots. There is a connection to yeah, COVID. All you, you know, I'm, I'm so bad with names. Remember the, the celebrity who lost his leg from COVID? No, I don't. Yeah. yeah okay. So they said, oh, yeah, his COVID lost his leg. You know why? He clotted it off. And so what they're finding now is that for some people, genetically, the COVID virus causes them to overclot. Mm-hmm. And that may be one of the reasons why they can't keep people on, get people on ventilators. It's called a pulmonary embolus. And so what that is is a clot goes into your lung and the air can't get into the bloodstream. And you can't get off the ventilator. So now they're testing some people to see if they overclot, and then they're putting those people on blood thinners. And it's pretty amazing. I mean, we're yeah. on the fly here. Right. We're learning stuff. You know what else? What? Smoking. They all said, stop smoking. You're going to get it. Smoking protects you from COVID. And I'm not kidding just because I'm a smoker. My daughter said, yeah, Dad, I caught you on that. You're yeah. lying. Nope. And so what are they doing now? They think it's the nicotine. I think it's the smoke. I think it's like President Trump. You know, it's UV radiation. It's something in the smoke (laughs) that kills the virus. But they're putting nicotine patches on patients in ICUs now. On the fly. What did the president say at one point about the hydrochloroquine? Yeah. At this point, what harm could it do? Right. Right? And and we'll talk about that later. All right. Skip Skip. and Raleigh, thank you very much for calling. You are on Heart Health Radio on the Heart Health Radio Network. Hey. Hey, thanks so much for taking the call. And by the way, this is really a good show in a time slot where otherwise people would just take a nap. So thank you so much for doing that. Thank you. Skip, we're going to nap during your phone call. So go ahead. Yes. Uh, my wife does that, so why not you guys, right? <laughs> um, so listen, uh, do you, uh, Dr. Weepold, do you want to do some COVID speculation, or is this uh, out of line for this call, in which case I'll get off the phone and let you do something important? Do you feel like speculating? I think he does. Uh, I, I speculate is my middle name. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Okay. It makes it <laughs> hard to go. cash a check, but yes. Bloviate is my last name. Go, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> speculate. Oh, yeah, well, well, Skip covers up my first name because you don't have enough airtime to pronounce it. So here's the speculation. Um, we don't know how many people have actually been exposed to coronavirus in the U.S. We, we know the ones that we've tested, but we don't, have, we don't really have a great clue. And because we're not doing serology testing yet to know how many people are immune, who knows? So how much of beginning to flatten the hospital admission curve do we think is um, because of mitigation efforts, and how much is because we're just silently moving toward herd immunity, and we just don't know? That is such a good question. And let me speculate. Based on some data, they started doing antibody tests in New York 
15 to 20 percent are positive of these are asymptomatic people. There are some areas in California where it's 30 percent. What does that mean? If that goes throughout the country, that's 90 to 100 million people that have been exposed. And you're absolutely right. Herd immunity. Sweden said we're going to do it both ways. We are going to socially isolate six feet apart, but we're not going to close anything down. Okay, so the only thing they closed down, like Taiwan, was high schools and colleges. You can go to the restaurant. You just can't, you know, huggle up to somebody. You can go and do what you want to do. You can get your hair cut. My hair looks terrible. It does. You know? And guess what? They have about what we have in terms of the number of cases. Their death rate is higher, probably because they don't have the kind of ICU stuff that we do. But they got herd immunity. Now, Taiwan has herd immunity. Even though they only had 600 cases of sick people, it spread throughout the country. Now, there's a guy who's very smart, and nobody listens to him. But he says, this is going to go away in 70 days, and it ain't coming back, because we'll have herd immunity by then. So I think the speculation, and and please, don't... Go to your cleaning cabinet and say, Dr. Weefald said this is going to go away in 70 days. This is bloviation and speculation. But it seems to be that certain countries have done a great job and they didn't lock down. And Sweden didn't lock down, but they did it sort of in a hybrid way. They let people do stuff. Taiwan if you were uh, at risk and if you had it, you were locked down by the police, as they say in Johnson yeah. County. But they still did stuff. But they all wore masks. Now, Sweden, they're not wearing masks. And that may spread it to asymptomatic people. I've heard that people have got evidence, have, have evidence that it may be 60% asymptomatic. You know what the death rate is now in this country? It's about 5%. It looks like the reality may be that it's... because there's so many asymptomatic cases. Right. This is genetic, and I'm telling you, we got to find out the genes that are responsible for some people dying, some people getting kind of sick, some people getting real sick, and some people not even knowing it. So, Skip, I'll speculate. I think the answer is we're going to have herd immunity very soon. And I think one of the reasons why the curve flattened is because herd immunity develops. Now, what does herd immunity mean if you haven't heard about it? Ha ha. The herd, like a cattle herd. Yeah. It's like flu herds. When we get vaccinated, the disease kind of spreads around. Yes. So not everyone has to be immune, but if the lar- of large enough people in the population are immune, we're okay. I can be exposed to this, and I got immunity to it. And is it true that then I probably won't spread it to grandma? Probably. Now, if I visit her. Yeah. Did you hear on the, um, the news break? Sure. The WHO bloviating saying, we don't think you're immune. That's a good, that's, that's a very good sign that they said that. You know why? Why? Because they're always wrong. Okay. Okay. All so right. the WHO said that it's not a problem in January. It was a problem. If the WHO said in February, there's no human to human transmission. There is human-to-human transmission. So if the WHO says having antibodies doesn't make you immune, good news. We're immune.
right. Skip, does that answer the question? Or does it, like most things, open more questions? No, actually, because Dr. Weefold and I are on the same page, I think that makes it so. The uh, president ought to call us. I don't think he will, but no. he ought to call us. Very hey, good. Hey, Skip. Deborah Bricks um, ought to just call us up. H- have you been driving around, Skip? I have been driving around. I just came from Wake Med. Yeah. Where I was working. Oh, okay. Well, listen, I drove to work the other day. And My office is open. Had it, and I'm immune. I, I'd love to be serology tested. My wife had been really sick with what was... So you're immune? You got the, you had positive antibodies? I don't know, but I'd like to know. Yeah, well, we're going to find out. I'm getting that in my office. So call... Awesome. Yeah, call me. But listen, Skip, you've been driving around. I saw the worst thing in the world the other... No, I'm bloviating. That's the word of the today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm exaggerating. Yeah. But I saw something I never thought I would see in my country. What? There was a parking lot in an old, abandoned Hevner furniture place. 500 cars lined up in line, snaking around. And then the first car was in front of like a tractor trailer with the door open. And literally, they were tossing chickens out of this tractor trailer. Did you ever think we'd have a food line for $40, a pound chicken? I mean, yeah, but we you got to buy forty pounds. I, I I couldn't get into that. I, I don't know where I'd put forty pounds. Of yeah, but you know, I'd my friends over, and then I'd get arrested. Uh, people got to go back to work. I mean, come yeah. on, we don't want to be a third world well, country. Just, it's yeah, terrible. Working and uh, it's good. Yeah. All right, Skip. Thank Skip, you thanks. very much. I am so glad you called us up today. I, I really do. Love you. Call anytime. Telephone number here at Heart Health Radio is nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. We've got a couple of things to talk about, including the total U.S. death statistic. And again, we're talking about numbers, and sadly, they relate to people. But do you know what happened? Is has happened to the total number? Of deaths in America, you might be surprised. Yeah, if you want to call in and make a guess, are, are more people dying this year than last year, or fewer people? Is it, is it double? Is it triple? Yeah. Or is it one point five? You know, I don't know. Nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. Also, uh, some shout outs coming up on the Heart Health Radio Network. Well, you know you make me wanna. Get better, stay healthy, spot medical misinformation, and maybe dance a little around at the studio. Uh, Heart Health Radio, Saturdays at noon, right here, FM 98.5, AM 680, WPTF News Talk Traffic. So who are we shouting out today? Baby Wilf. I swear to God that's his name. W-I-L-F. Born to Hannah Howells and her husband Andy in England. Yeah. And this is one of the greatest stories ever. They were rushing to the hospital. She was about to give birth. She couldn't hold it anymore. She pulled. They pulled into a, a, a parking lot. Yeah. And the NHS, which is the National Health Service ambulance, goes r- rushing by. Well, Andy gets out on the street and starts waving, waving, <laughs> and they drove right by him because Why? in England it's a tradition now that when you see an ambulance or you see a doctor, you shout him out and cheer him. So we're doing the shout out. So Andy had to rush back into the car. The baby's coming out. He calls their equivalent, which is one 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 instead of nine one one. They talk him through the baby. Yeah. 
And then they send an ambulance out to get them. And guess who it was? The same guy. The same ambulance. <laughs> and so this is a happy story. It has a lot of things to do with the whole COVID crisis. But what does it tell us? Yeah. It tells us that we have to love each other. We have to take care of each other. We have to understand yep. that some things can be misinterpreted and they're not as though someone's being mean. Yeah, it was but, just great. But we should appreciate our first responders Absolutely. and even second responders who are at the hospital. I mean, can you imagine they're driving by and they go, oh, there's a chap. He's, He's waving at us. <laughs> That's so nice. <laughs> and then one more thing before we take a call. Yeah. Um, we, the question was, more yeah. deaths now, how many more? Minus 40,000. Okay, so a guy looked at the total number of deaths in the U.S. last year uh-huh. from January 1st to April 15th. They were X. I can't remember the number. But this year, yeah, 40,000 fewer deaths, total deaths. Right. So why? we got to figure out why. Well, number one, maybe less car wrecks, but there are only 3,000 car wrecks uh, every month. So even if we cut out two-thirds of the car wrecks, that's only 8,000. Something's happening. No, I, I talked know, before. I we're not having as many heart attacks because there's no inflammation from the common exchange of common viruses. People sitting home, they're not having heart attacks. They're cardiologists saying, we got to go in the basements and find these dead people because they're not have, we no. haven't seen these heart attacks. They're not having one. But, I mean, Dave, what do you think it could be? I think it's elective surgeries are way down. I think pe- – and people are doing things that ordinarily would be dangerous – to a certain extent, on a statistical basis, having my hip replaced is, in fact, a danger yeah, to me. about 0.5% of death. 0.5% And when you talk it, about all hip replacements. They're not being done now. Yeah. The, these are elective surgeries, so-called elective surgeries. They're really serious surgeries. Yeah, I you need, need a new, you know, I need a new hip. I'm going to get a new hip, but I'm not getting that it during this it. COVID thing. But we got to find out because – It's astounding. Now, the other thing is uh, some of the COVID deaths are assumed. So somebody had respiratory problems. They didn't test them. They call it a COVID death. The other thing is if you get killed in a car wreck or if you have death from unfortunately cancer and you tested positive, that's a COVID death. So we got to straighten all this out. I do not know why we're down, but we have fewer deaths now and we got to figure it out. If anyone knows, call me. All right. And perhaps Lee knows. Lee in Chapel Hill. Welcome to our radio program, Heart Health Radio. I know the show is getting short, and I want to make this fast. If You're I can. fine, Lee. First, What's going on? we got plenty of time for you, buddy. Sure. First for Dave, uh, I still want the Triangle Trader on, back on. Dog Thank you. Show, and I enjoyed it. Thank you. Second for Dr. You're welcome. Second for Dr. Weevo, as you said, that we will develop herd immunity. Yes. That's right. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I was nodding my head he's, on the radio. He's saying yes. So what is your comment about it? What's your question, Lee? Please, 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 Dr. Weevo, tell that to Roy Cooper and Mandy Cohen, because when they come on at 3 o'clock on the PTF. All right. Oddly enough, we're having... You yeah, still our, there? You know something? A strange thing happened. The entire phone system just went down. Now... Conspiracy theorists may say that it was, in fact, the governor of the state uh, plus the head of the Department of Health and Human Services. That's Mandy Cohen. Ma- Ma- Dr. Okay. Mandy Cohen. Yeah. Now, the, their strategy is to continue right. the 
the lockdown, the stay-at-home order for uh, till yeah, the eighth of we, next month. We've plateaued here. Now, I'm uh, she may know something more than I do, but one thing I would like to do. Yes. Put her in the back seat of my car because yeah. we got to be six feet apart. Sure. And I'm gonna drive her to Smithfield. Yeah. And I'm gonna have her get in line for chicken. And I want her to understand that, sure, we don't want people to, to die of COVID, number one. Right. Number two, fewer people are dying now, as it is, for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But has she ever been out of work? Has she ever looked at the bills piling up uh. on her desk with no way to pay them? Oh, well, just get unemployment. Guess what? You can't get unemployment because the computers crashed in North right. Carolina. Right. And and also, well, I mean, your company should be able to get the pay the paycheck protection plan. Mm-hmm. And not only did it run out of money, right. but the banks are favoring their big customers. Uh, now, uh, I got it, but not because my bank. I'm not a big customer for some from the bank, because my private banker fought for me and got me the money. So, Manny uh, Cohen, I don't know you. I, I know you want to save COVID lives. But there are people suffering. There are kids who may be without food because their parents don't have jobs. There are people out there who need to go back to work. And if you look at Sweden, if you look at Taiwan, we can do it. You just have to be smart about it. Six-foot distancing, um, washing your hands. If you have diabetes, if you have bad high blood pressure, don't go to work. Mm Mm-hmm. But Mandy, come with me to Smithfield and see these Americans who are now going to be destitute unless you open this state back up. And this will be a harder restart the longer we are shut down. And I don't think that people really understood it because there is a percentage of income that will never be replaced. And when people are broke – Right. Even if the restaurants open up, yeah, they don't have any money to go there. That's Look, right. there are three physician practices, and I'm not going to name them, in, mm-hmm. in Smithfield who are closed because there's businesses down 80%. People are afraid to go to the doctor. Wow. They're not having their vaccines. They're not getting their COPD and their heart attacks. Well, not heart attacks, but yeah, coronary yeah. disease tuned up. Sure. Because they're afraid. and. We're going to have dire consequences of this. Now, I'm not saying go back to work the way we went back to work before. Put a mask on. Stay six feet apart. Mm -hmm. uh, Wash your hands all the time. If you are one of the people who are susceptible. And 94% of hospitalized patients were susceptible patients. Mm -hmm. There were 6%. You always hear these stories about somebody, I shouldn't have died. I mean, you know, and it's true. You know, 22-year-old, someone, no health issue. should never have gotten that sick. Right. Right. But we know what to do. Mandy, call up your counterpart in Taiwan. Wow. Ask them how they did it. And, and, Take their advice. Call up the Swedish people and find out what they've done. I mean, do it because these are my patients. These are my people. Yes. And one of the biggest things I'm treating now is anxiety from what they're going to do. And work is dignity. Work is your life. Amen. And you can pay your kids tuition. You can put food on the table. And you don't have to line up in a car 
behind 500 other cars so you can get a dollar a pound chicken thrown at you right. out of an 18-wheeler. Good for you. I am, I'm just frightened for this country. That you way. are in Johnston County, aren't you? And I love Johnston County. Let yeah. me tell you something. Yeah. It's 20 minutes away. It might as well be a world away. These are people who came from the west of Scotland in 1755, mm-hmm. and they hadn't left. That is the heart attack belt. It is the Bible belt. Mm-hmm. But these people are wonderful. Yeah. And I'll never leave that place. I mean, I got recruited to go to Kerry. Yeah. Princeton, Johns Hopkins, you want to be with the Kerry people. And I had been an emergency room physician while I was a fellow in Johnson at Smithfield Hospital. And I said to myself, there's a job there. I'm taking it. Hmm. Excellent. Well, let me just tell you, we've got a minute and a half I want to bloviate for just a little bit. <laughs> That's the word of the day. It is. And it really, it's not so much bloviate as predict. There are some structural changes that are going to happen. The first structural change has nothing to do with what you and I can do. China has gone in a different direction. Right. China, one of the first things I heard from this COVID-19 was, well, they have to shut down their factories so we can't get the windshield wiper blades for your Hondas or your Chevrolets. Mm-hmm. So suddenly we can't get those parts. So, you know, and we can't get our antibiotics our either. Yeah. Right. Second thing was antibiotics. Third thing, now we've all got it. We've, we're all struggling with this thing. I think we're laying it on their doorstep. We only have a few seconds. We might as well just. Well, say. what I want to say finally is let's bring these back, bring this back, bring these jobs back. Amen. Pay ten dollars more for your iPhone. Amen. And employ an American. Amen. This is Heart Health Radio. The proceeding was meant for information purposes only. Before taking any action on what was just discussed, consult your medical doctor.